Welcome to your dog cast, where we feature news just for dog lovers. Here's your Rover reporter, Mary Lou Davidson. Hello, and welcome to the Rover Reporter podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about veterinary care for our pets. And I want to set up a scenario that I'm sure you're all familiar with. You've come home from work. It's been a long and tiring day. You walk in, drop your keys, and look down and your dog's paw is bleeding. Ah, what to do? Get a closer look at it and it doesn't look like it's a real veterinary emergency kind of trip, but yet you don't wanna go all night until your regular vet opens. And until now, there really were no options. But fortunately, in Sarasota, Urgent Vet Care is about to open. They are actually on Beneva Road, I think just north of Fruitville. And we have the honor of being joined by Dr. Jim Dobies. He's the founder of Urgent Vet Care, and he's coming to us live. How are you, Jim? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for coming on. So how did you come up with this idea to have a, a vet clinic that sort of bridges the gap between ER and traditional veterinaries? Well, they say that... Um, necessity is or necessity is the mother of invention and um i have been a veterinarian for 23 years and uh, had my own private practice prior to opening the first urgent vet location so i had heard the feedback from my clients uh, about exactly what you just described uh early in my career um, my clients had my pager and then my cell phone, and frequently I would be the one that would go in and, and take care of those kinds of after-hours issues that weren't true emergencies. Um, but as life went along, um, my wife and I had three children and life got very busy, so my availability after hours was a lot more limited. And um, as fate would have it, when we had our third child, um, I ended up getting hand, foot, and mouth disease uh, from my infant. And uh, that apparently is a very common uh, virus in daycare facilities, uh, but adults don't usually get it. Uh, I, I guess I win the prize because I got it. Wow. Uh, and I ended up calling my general practitioner for myself, and he couldn't get me in. And he said, listen, Jim, this is, this is not terribly complicated. Just call the urgent care around the corner from your house and pop in there and they should be able to take care of you. Um, and he was right. You know, I, I went in, uh, had to wait maybe 10 or 15 minutes, saw the doctor, got an injection and got home. Um, and I was back, you know, able to sleep in about 30 minutes. Um, it was a, an eye-opening experience and it made me say, why doesn't this sort of thing happen in veterinary medicine? And, and that has a little bit of a long history to it. Um, but, but lo and behold, back in 2014, nobody else was doing it. Uh, so we, we came up with the business plan and, and, and got the funding and opened the first location in 2015. And as far as I know, I've, I've tried to look this up many times. We were the first dedicated urgent care for pets in the country. It's a brilliant idea and so well needed. Uh, you have several locations now up and running, right? Correct. Yeah, we have seven locations. Uh, five of them are in the state of Florida, three in the Tampa area, um, one in Gainesville, and now one in the Orlando area. And Sarasota will be then um, our, uh, 
our next location that will open. We also have the two original locations up in the Carolinas. And later this year, we're gonna open two more in North Carolina. So um, both markets are fantastic for, for, for different reasons and for the same reasons. Um, but everywhere we've gone and every clinic that we've opened, the feedback has been extremely positive. Mm -hmm. And of course, you're talking now to dog lovers, but I'm assuming that you will care for pat, cats and other small animals? Yes, and that's based on you know the doctor that's on duty and what their skill level and, and, and confidence is in, in whatever breed or or a species that comes through the door, but certainly about 60% of our clients are dog parents, uh, about 35% are cat parents, and then 5% is a smattering of other things, uh, depending on uh, the night and the location. Right, so from exotics to guinea pigs, depending on the time of year. The birds even. And, and birds are tough because you do have to have a doctor that is experienced. And so for that reason, if, if a client has a pet that is uh, a little outside the norm, just not a dog or a cat, it's wise to call any after hours facility before you go in uh, because you don't want to waste a trip. Um, make sure that they have a doctor that can see the species that you have. Right. So, so you guys can handle like a broken leg we can stabilize a broken leg. Okay. We don't have orthopedic surgeons um, on staff. Surgery is not typically what we do because quite frankly, you know, the, the, the speed and the, and the expertise with which we carry out the care is important. And if we have a doctor that has to go into surgery for two or three or four hours, we're not gonna be able to offer continued care. Um, so what we would do in that situation is first and foremost provide pain relief to the pet, make sure that they're comfortable, um, get an x-ray to find out how severe and how serious it is. And then if it can be treated with a cast or a splint, we can do that here. If it has to have surgery, um, then we talk to the pet parent about what their options are. You know, there are orthopedic surgeons, there are specialty practices, and then some of the general practices in the area will do surgery as well. So it may be that the next day the client can call their regular vet and their regular vet says, sure, you know, let's get them in here. We can do the surgery. Um, but our role in that situation is to provide immediate pain relief, find out the severity of the fracture and stabilize it with some sort of bandage or splint or cast until and unless it needs to have more advanced care. Right. So also in Florida, toxins are kind of a big thing. We have, you know, snakes and poisonous plants. Are you equipped to be able to deal with something like that? Absolutely. And then the question becomes how serious and severe it is. Um, if it's a, a non-venomous snake bite, that's just an outpatient treatment, right? Uh, we did have an incident in Tampa, one of our locations last year, where the residents in the neighborhood around our hospital told us we have a problem with pygmy rattlesnakes. And so we got the antivenin, which is the antidote to a pygmy rattlesnake bite. And within a week or two of opening, a dog presented for a pygmy rattlesnake bite. So before that client would have had to have driven at least 
20 minutes to half an hour to get to a specialty hospital. Instead, we were right there. We provided pain relief, fluid therapy, and the antidote and stabilized the patient. And then we called ahead to the specialty hospital and said, what more would you like for us to do? We coordinated the transfer and that dog actually went to the specialty hospital overnight and was discharged in good health by noon the next day. Yay. Which is an outstanding outcome for everybody, for sure. Yeah. That's fabulous. So you probably already know, we have an animal ambulance here, uh, VetCare Express too. Yeah, that's great. That's very helpful because, you know, some patients aren't stable enough to travel by themselves and some pet parents just aren't, aren't able to manage, you know, a painful pet or a sick pet while they're driving. So an ambulance service is a great service to have. Yeah. And it depends on the size too. You know, a 120 pound woman can't manage an 80 pound dog. No, especially if it's not walking. Right, exactly. So the hours, just so I get this straight, your hours are Monday through Friday from 4 to 11. 3 to 11. 3 to 11. 3 to 11. Right. And then what about on weekends? On weekends, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. So we're open for eight hours on weeknights, 10 hours on the weekends, and then we're open every holiday from noon to 8. Noon to 8. And so there's no overnight care, right? No, there's not. And part of the reason or part of the way that we can keep our prices more affordable is we don't have an overnight staff and an overnight facility. Um, we're strictly an acute care outpatient center. So we can keep things for a while during the day. For example, if your dog has a laceration or a bloody paw, they can be dropped off. We can sedate them, clean up the wound, suture it if necessary recover the patient and then discharge them later that same day. Um, but if a patient needs uh, critical care, hospitalization, overnight care, we are going to refer those patients and we have a good relationship with the specialty and emergency hospitals in the area. For sure. And um, you were a practicing veterinarian for, like you said, 22 years or 25 years? 20, 23, but yeah. 23, okay, close enough. And so uh, what do you think is the most, what's been the most oh, surprising slash heartwarming thing that you've found in your long career of caring for small animals that, that you've witnessed from pet parents? Well, somebody asked me about that the other day just in the context of COVID. And you know, it's, it's the patience and the grace that these pet owners have displayed during the pandemic that's been really heartwarming. You know, doing after hours care is typically gonna be an anxious episode. You know, clients are worried because they don't know if it's serious or not. The pets are often in discomfort or in distress. And you know, in this setting, we tend to see a higher volume of patients because there aren't a lot of options open after hours. And, and through this pandemic, you know, with curbside care and limited access to the facility and an and increase in volume at, at veterinary hospitals, the clients are just grateful that we're there for them. And most of them are incredibly um, 
patient and understanding and, and they get it. You know, if we have patients that are, you know, less sick, those owners understand sometimes it's going to take a little bit longer because we've got patients that are more sick that we have to tend to first. Um, but just that kind of understanding is it, it's really heartwarming because at the end of the day, you will never meet a veterinarian that became a veterinarian who didn't do it because they, they loved animals, right? We all care deeply about animals and, and almost all of them come in the door attached to a, a, a human. And um, it, it, it upsets me a little bit when I see, um, you know, feedback anywhere that says, well, they don't care about me. If, if that's the case, then I would say there's probably something else going on that isn't clear because the, the teams that we have, the doctors that we have, um, the folks we have behind the scenes, we all care about animals. Um, that, that's why we're here. That's why we created the practice model. And, and as I said, during the pandemic, by and large, the vast majority of clients were just so happy that we were there and available to them. For sure. You know, and on that note, I guess we've all been hearing a lot about uh, the stress that veterinarians are under. And I just have to ask, what do you do when you need to sort of take it down to zero and let it go and be Jim again instead of Dr. Dobie's? Personally, for me, when I go home at the end of the day and I sit down on the couch and I've got, you know, my, my dog on my left side and my cat on my right side and another cat up around my neck and another dog at my feet, I'm just enjoying the fact that, that they're my companions. And, and that, that is a great way for me to unwind. For sure. Well, what kind of dogs do you have? So we have a pit bull mix from the shelter that we picked up about 10 years ago. And then uh, after our third child, we have three boys. My wife says, I want a little girl and I don't want a human little girl. So <laughs> we, we purchased the first dog we've ever bought. We purchased the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel and her name is Iris and she is our, our little baby. Uh, and then we also have two adult cats and two foster kittens at the house running around right now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I know a couple people locally named Iris that will be very glad to hear their name being used. <laughs> well, she is a delight. Uh, she is everything that we had hoped she would be from a temperament and, you know, just unconditional love standpoint. For sure. And she and the pity get along just fine. Well, they are thick as thieves. In fact, the, the Cavalier is really the dominant of the two, uh, even though she's only about 13 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my Yorkie bosses around my Husky Shepherd, and it's yeah. 10 pounds versus 70 pounds. Yeah. So, Dr. Dobies, wow, thank you so much for your time. We're just delighted to have Urgent Vet Care here in Sarasota. And definitely we'll stay in touch and just keep talking. Yeah, that would be great. Anytime, I'm happy to be a resource or to just chat about the, the local goings-on where pets are concerned. So thanks for the warm welcome to the community. Sounds good. Good luck in the next couple of days. Your official launch is going to be around June 10th. One other thing I wanted to ask you, there's a way to register online, isn't there, like with an app? Or do we go to your website yeah. if we need to come in? Yeah, our website is very mobile friendly, so you can do it from your phone or you can do it from a desktop, laptop, or, or a, an iPad. 
um, you just go to the website, urgentvet.com and click on get in line and it will pull up the screen for the location that's closest to you. Uh, you can also see other locations and what their wait times are. So for example, in Tampa, where we have three locations, you can choose the one with the shortest wait time if that's convenient for you. Um, but here in Sarasota, if, if you wanna get in line, you click get in line and you can choose the time to come in. And it's not an appointment, but it's a reserved spot. So if we have anything that comes in that's of an emergent nature, sometimes people will get pushed back a little bit, but they can wait from home and they don't have to come to the clinic until it's their time to see the doctor. And then they come right in, we get you in, and we get you out. Our goal is to get everybody in and out in less than an hour. Awesome. All right, great. Well, thanks again, and we will stay in touch. Awesome. Thanks so much, Marilyn. Take care.